Salt City, before we move past this, I want to call your attention to what we just sang. That we are not without hope. We're hurting, but we've got heaven's joys coming. And we want to invite anybody that will listen to us into that joy. Um, man, I needed that. I needed that last verse we just sang. Because uh, I've been, I've spent the last couple of days calling a lot of you just to hear how you're feeling and what you're processing. And I've heard a lot of common themes. I think one of the first ones, first things that I've heard from you guys is that you're, you're confused. And you're a little overwhelmed by the chaos. And I feel that. Um, and I'm really thankful for Drew's message this morning that that, that's actually part of what it means to be human. And so we don't know what to do. We don't know how to fix this. We don't have the, the solutions and the power, but we have a God who does. And so we're going to pray to him in a minute. And I want to invite you guys in on that. Um, but a couple other thoughts for you before we do. And by the way, I've invited our elders and our leading women into that prayer time with us. We want to just spend some time together as a church praying. Um, but we also want to do everything that we can to practically help the city in the middle of the chaos. Um, and so we daily will be posting um, needs within our city. Um, so be following us on social media, be looking at our website, um, be talking to your connection group leaders. Um, but we've been doing research about, in particular, food banks that um, are in places that are uniquely impacted by what's happening in our city. Um, you know, areas where grocery stores have been raided or been burned um, and people don't have access to food. We want to come into those areas of our city. And so we actually have members of our community right now that are dropping off food in one of those areas. And so um, daily uh, for a period of time, we'll be posting on needs in our city. We've also already helped with some cleanup efforts. Um, we'll be looking into more um, opportunities to help clean. And so we'll be in touch with you guys about those things. So we want to help practically wherever we can, but we also believe that prayer is practical. I think I've been challenged with this instinct in me to not really believe that prayer does something in our world. And I want to push back on that because God actually transforms his world when his people pray. And so we want to take that seriously. But some of you have been feeling that confusion. And so we respond with practical help and we respond with prayer. Some of you are feeling anger. You're angry about what happened to George Floyd. You're angry about what's happening in our city. And I am too. I'm, I'm angry by what I saw in that video. I'm angry that our city has been set on fire in certain parts of the city. And God is too, because he loves his people and his image bearers. He loves his kids and he hates it when they're hurting and he hates it when they're hurting each other. Um, and so it's not, an anti, it's, it's not a non-Christian thing to be angry. And I think in some senses we should be, but we also don't let that anger drive us to hate and to division. We let the anger drive us to unity and dependence on God and dependence on each other. And so we process the anger together. And, and I think as we process that, some of that anger turns into the third thing that I've heard from you guys is just sadness. And, and that's a very Christian thing. We've got a whole book in the Bible about it, Lamentations. I'd invite you to start reading through Lamentations with me. There's a lot of Psalms that are lament Psalms that we should be reading and praying together. We should feel sad. We should weep with the people that are weeping and mourn with the people that are mourning. Um, 
Jenna and Nate Weichel, a couple of our leading women uh, and a, a leading woman and elder uh, in our church are in the process of adopting some children from Africa. And one of their boys asked him if it was safe to come for him to come to America. I hate that. I'm sad about that. And we should be. But we trust a God who is in control. And I think we also, like Drew said, should be sad and angry about our sin. That I have seed form in my heart of the destruction that we're seeing in the city. When I'm angry, when I'm prejudiced, when I give in to fear, it's seed form of everything that's happening here. I'm a part of the problem. We all are. And so we're sad with what's happening in the world and we're sad with what's inside of ourselves. And so we pray to repent as well as to ask God for mercy for us and for our city. And so now we're going we're gonna to enter into a time of prayer um, and specifically uh, guided by Psalm 46. I, I want to read to you um, just a couple of verses from Psalm 46. It starts out like this, God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. This is a time of trouble and God is found with us. He's the place that we run to and hide when we don't know where to go. Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles and the mountains topple in the depths of the seas, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake. Even though all the world feels like it's chaos and crumbling, we trust God. And then I want to I skip over to verse 9 and 10. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He burns up the chariots with fire. And I grabbed the NIV because I specifically love this in verse 10. Stop your fighting and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our strength. We want to pray that we would stop our fighting and that God would be exalted. And I love that God comes in to burn mechanisms of war and to break apart things that create tension in fighting. And this isn't like Jesus's earth yet, but he will one day make it into his earth. And so that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're praying for. So I, I actually just feel like I want to be on my knees right now before God. Um, so Corn, if I do that, are you still going to be able to, can they hear me okay? Okay. So I'm going to get on my knees. So you're not going to be able to see me, but you should still be able to hear me. I actually want to invite you guys. I know this is weird, um, but it feels like the right thing just as a sign of reverence and respect to God to demonstrate our need for him. Would you guys actually just get on your knees in your living room? Uh, if you're with people, somebody just acknowledge it. All right, let's all get on our knees and let's pray together. And of course, if, if you're new to Salt City, you're not a Christian or that feels wrong to you, it's, it's totally your decision. But I want to invite you of those, those of you that would to get on your knees with us and pray. And our elders and leading women will be praying with us as well. God, I, uh, I feel the chaos of this world and I hate the pain that it's causing to so many people and we want to see this world unified. And, and God, we know that, that nothing and no one can do that besides you. And God, I think of even the opening words of the Bible 
in Genesis 1 where the, the world is, is dark and it's void and there's chaos, but your spirit is, is hovering over all of that, kind of protecting it, and you bring chaos into order. And so God, I pray that you would bring chaos into order in our world. Um, and thank you for how you did that to a significant degree last night in our city. God, we come to you when we don't have answers and yeah, we, we want you to do so many things. We want you to, to push back the effects of violence um, in our city, in our world, to push back the effects of prejudice and racism. We want you to um, help us to listen to each other and to learn how to love each other well, to actually love our neighbors as ourselves. We want you to, to heal us of our sins and our brokenness. We, we want to look more like you, Jesus. We want to be able to do the things that you did in our city. Um, we, wanna, we want you to, to cleanse us of our sins. God, we can't do any of those things without you. And so we look to you. We're, we're desperate for you. And God, pray for um, George Floyd's family. God, for his, for his girls, for his daughters. Um, and for his, his brother and his mother, uh, for the people that knew him that are mourning right now, um, for a, a city and a world that is mourning. Uh, God, bring peace and healing. And God, also bring repentance of sin. Help people that don't know you to come to know you as a result of what's happening. We believe that, that you are ultimately in control. And even though Satan intends bad things in this world, he, he intends evil, you intend good. And so somehow bring good specifically to George Floyd's family um, and the people that knew him, bring good to them out of this really dark and difficult time. Lord, I pray that you would, um, Jesus, be with the people that have just been devastated by the destruction um, in the city, the businesses, the business owners, Lord, the employees that depend on those businesses for their jobs and their livelihood, or the people that depend on those businesses for their supplies and their livelihood. Um, Lord, we know, I just, what can we do but pray right now, Lord? We really need a God-sized miracle in our city and in our land. And um, Lord, to the extent that you would use us. I pray you would use us and show us, Lord, give us wisdom in knowing how we can be uh, the hands and the feet of Jesus. And Lord, I want to say, and the voice of Jesus, Lord, um, help us to point others to you in all of this. And um, Lord, I just pray that you will meet, um, meet those who have been devastated, Lord, uh, at their point of need, their spiritual need, their need for healing, Lord, to heal their the uh, the anger and the bitterness of of the injustices that have been happening, Lord. And I pray for ongoing provision for them. And uh, Lord, I pray this wouldn't soon be forgotten. Um, that this wouldn't just be a change or something we would uh, be involved in for uh, the next few weeks, Lord. But I, I pray that you would you would bring change. Usher in your spirit to affect change in the lives of, of uh, the thousands that have been devastated by this atrocity.
Lord God, you are holy. We're not. Um, we are so full of sin and we need your mercy. Uh, our world is full of sin and, and we need your mercy. And in our sin, we can't think clearly. Um, so we need your wisdom. Uh, I pray for our local leaders, our state leaders, our federal leaders, um, mayors and governors and presidents. Lord, we need your wisdom to infiltrate their minds and give them clarity. Uh, give them a coordinated effort and a desire to work together to do its best for our country and our community. I, I pray you bring godly counsel to them, help them to, to see their need for you and that you are the source of great wisdom and all wisdom and truth. Um, help them to fight injustice. We do ask that you would bring justice through them um, for protect, protection as well over their hearts and over our community. I pray that um, death would no longer reign but peace would come and through their leadership, um, protect them, give them wisdom, help them to understand their need for you. Um, help them to hear your spirit, even though they may not yet know you. Help them to hear your spirit and to be guided that way. Lord, you, you control the bow, the bow and the spear and the everything. We need you to intervene, Lord. I pray for wisdom and common sense and justice to reign over and for your people. I pray for first responders. Uh, thank you for their service and their wisdom and, and, and courage. Uh, thank you for allowing them in uh, and giving them a heart to serve our, our community. And I do pray for your protection over them. Uh, give them great strength and energy uh, in the days to come. Yeah, Father, um, I just want to pray God for just the people that are in the communities who are directly affected by just the chaos that is ensuing in our city, Lord. And many times this week as I've gone to pray, I'm finding that I don't even have the words, Lord. And that sorrow has, has filled my heart as I cry out for you, Lord, to come. And when we don't have the words, Lord, we know that we can open your word and it has it for us. And the the first part of Psalm 46 says that you are our refuge and you are our strength. You are our helper who is always found in times of trouble. God, I pray for the community, the communities that are affected, Lord. I pray, God, for those who don't know you. Lord, would you use this as a time um, to be their refuge, to be their strength, that they would look to you and find you in their time of trouble. God, I pray that as they see the chaos unfolding around them, that they would encounter a supernatural peace that you bring that they've never experienced before, Lord, and that through darkness, they would see your light and your light, God, would shine brighter than everything that they are facing right now. Father, I pray for your church to be the church right now. I pray for Salt City Church and every other church in this city right now, every person that proclaims Christ as their savior, that we would be a voice of hope and truth, Lord. And then what we would 
we would come around our brothers and sisters and we would mourn with them. And as we mourn with them, Lord, that we, that the hope in us would overflow to them. God, show us, Father, how we can serve them in tangible ways. Lord, I pray that we would, yeah, teach our children, Lord, what you are doing. Lord, your word commands us to talk about you all the time with our kids and to raise up the gen next generation to know and love you. And we can do that through some of the hardest circumstances. God, I pray just for the communities, Lord, who, yeah, their homes um, have been broken into, their businesses, their daily life has come to a standstill, Lord. There's literally no place to even go get a gallon of milk right now in the city. Father, help us as the church to know how to help, how to serve. Lord, I pray that they would, um, yeah, just see you through us and that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus right now. And I pray that we can do that in a way of, of saying, like, we, we don't deserve you, Jesus. We didn't do anything to gain the gospel or to gain redemption or forgiveness, but you offer it as a gift and you want to meet them in that Lord. And so I just pray for wisdom for our church right now. Show us how to love our city well and show us how to point people to the only eternal hope that there is. Lord, we're bowed before you, our maker and our defender and our Redeemer. Jesus, you taught your followers um, to begin in that position of just acknowledging that you are Lord of all. And you understood, God, that we were in a kingdom that would include chaos and evil. And so you taught us to ask for your kingdom to come kingdom of peace and unity and compassion and mercy. And that's not what we're seeing. So God, would you let your kingdom come so that people would see that your followers love one another, that we would be united, not divided. And that, that would become the kingdom we seek. May Jesus be lifted up, I pray. Yeah, Jesus, I thank you that um, you are uh, with us. God, I, I would love to be together uh, as the church, but thank you that you are with us by your spirit. And Jesus, I'm asking that you would lead us, that you would help us, that you would prompt us, that we would know when to go into the closet and pray, that we would know when to grab a bag of groceries and take it to South Minneapolis, that we would know when to help with cleanup, that we would know when to pray for someone or when to share the gospel with someone. And that we would be the salt of the earth and the light of the world by your grace, God. As we repent of sin, would you fill us with the Spirit and set us on mission in the coming weeks and months 
and years so that we can be a blessing to our city, that we can be a blessing to our neighbors, that we can be a blessing to the world, and that people through us, God, by a miracle of your grace, would experience you. And pray all these things in Jesus' name and for his glory and his sake. Amen.